Save the Semantics, episode 220. It is July 31st, 2023. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Uh, I was originally planning on recording yesterday for kind of the week prior, but I ended up not having the energy for it, really. Um... So I decided to do it today, even though I am kind of lacking energy today as well, but I had the time, I found the opportunity to do so, uh, and so here I am. Um, it's been, it's been a little bit, right, since I last recorded, but, uh, things have been solid, things have been pretty good, not a whole lot going on really uh no no significant updates no crazy shit going on nothing nothing like that um just been keep keep moving along uh you know trying to find some stuff to do when i have the uh, time to do it uh most recently i would say within the past week one of the things that I've kind of picked up is chess. <laughs> a little bit. It's a little bit of chess. Um, I was, like, during work, I was, like, watching slash listening to a streamer uh, play some chess. And that kind of motivated me to, to play it for a little bit. Um, it, ha- it's, it, ha- it had been a long time since I've last picked it up. Um... I would say, I don't even remember the last time I played. I think the last time I did was, like, at a friend's house, like, back in high school or college or some shit. Like, that was was a long time ago since I kind of uh, even really thought about chess, to be completely honest. Um, I, like, back in, back in elementary, there was, like, a period of time where I was really... I was, you know, I wasn't obsessed with it, but I was, I was kind of into it. I was kind of into chess. I was playing like games every night against my dad. Um, and then I was also playing like in the morning. It was like a really short, it was like a kind of a short period of time. It was maybe like a couple months or something like that. But I remember in the mo- early mornings, uh, whether it was like during recess or some shit, me and my friend, we used to go to like the library and play chess and I felt like really, I felt really proud of myself because I found out, found this one move where you can checkmate in like three moves. Um, and I was like, I was really proud of myself for figuring that one out. And of course that's, you know, pretty, you know, I'm sure like, you know, players, prof- professional players, grandmasters are like, this is like, like, you know, this is the most kind of, uh, preliminary moves that you could ever make against like a you know complete beginner right um but i felt really proud of myself for figuring it out kind of all myself by myself without like looking anything up on it um and my friend was like oh shit dude (laughs) nice movement there um so that was kind of a fun thing that i had going but i don't know it's 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 fun chess is pretty fun for sure uh, but like any other game, I can, I can kind of see myself getting really, uh, tired of it, getting really, uh, just irritated with it because, uh, I was getting, <laughs> I think it was maybe like 
towards the end of the week when I was just kind of playing it after work. I was definitely getting my ass kicked. I think the, uh, I was, I'm, I'm using chess.com, which appears to be like the most popular platform to, uh, play the game online. Uh, but I was getting my ass kicked by other players. <laughs> like, I think the, the site was like tracking my progression, um, in terms of like, you know, how many matches I played, how many successes I had. Um, and, but I was getting my ass kicked towards the end. Like, I don't think I had like a single win in like the last like five, six wins or anything like that. So I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, I could definitely see it be getting more frustrating as time goes along. And, uh, cause like there, there's a lot of strategy and a lot of, um, a lot of patience that goes into, you know, learning how to play chess for sure. Right. Like, uh, the cool thing with the website with chess.com is that whenever you make a move, like your starting move, it tells you like the type of move it is, um, which is like very interesting. Um, so if you start, you know, if you're white and you play, um, if you move like some pawn forward, it gives you like an indication of the, whatever type of, you know, opener it is essentially. And then if you play as black, uh, whatever you, whatever move you make in response to that is essentially like a defense is like, Oh, this is like a French defense or this is like a, uh, you know, something something king's pawn defense or some shit like that you know what i mean so i don't know i thought that was like a kind of a cool kind of a cool thing um i think the one thing i struggle with is like trying to figure out especially with the last few matches that i've had I, i've like struggled to figure out the way to like exploit defenses or like make you know be go on the offensive like i feel like majority of the time I was, like, kind of on the defensive. Um, I was, like, I don't... Like, I'm just trying to, like, protect all of my pieces. And, and I feel that sort of mentality kind of led me to kind of struggle to figure out a way to respond back and, like, counterattack, you know what I mean? Um, so I think that would be sort of the uh, the next progression if I really want to pursue it, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I've, I've had a little fun with that. It's been a, it's been cool getting back into it. Uh, who knows, like a lot of other things that I've may have picked up on recently. I don't know how long that will last, but, um, I've, uh, I've enjoyed that for, for the time being. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, the women's world cup is continuing. Um, I think this week is the last, week for the group stages um and then on to that we're going to be going on to the knockout round um <clears throat> japan i'm very happy uh to say has been kicking ass um you know that's you know uh, other than the u.s brazil uh they're like the one other, the one other team that i'm sort of rooting for um and they have been incredibly successful last night they beat Spain for nothing, which is crazy. Uh, I still haven't watched the highlights yet, but I plan to do so later today. Um, I'm excited to see how they played. My mom was like super excited. <laughs> she was telling me that she was having a lot of fun during the game, which is, which is great. Um, I think it's really cool to see the, them be successful. Uh, I remember back in like 20, not 20, uh, like 2008, 
I believe. It was 2008 or 2012 when they won the World Cup. Um, that was like the last time and all the other years have been like dominated by the U.S., right? So uh, it's going to be exciting to see, man. They seem to be really good. They seem to have a lot of potential. They've just been... They haven't allowed any goals, which is pretty crazy to hear. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I know it's just the group stages, but Spain is a high-seeded opponent, and uh, I think that the fact that they kind of, they really just dismantled them and, and just really uh, laid it on them, I think, is uh, kind of a sign that they're a pretty, they're going to be a tough opponent for all the other teams, all the other countries, so... Um, it's pretty exciting, man. That's uh, some exciting stuff right there. Um, later tonight, the U.S. is going to be playing, I believe. So they tied with Netherlands last week. Uh, and they will be playing. Who are they going to be playing? Um, Vietnam, I think. Yeah, I think they're going to be playing Vietnam. So... You know, this is like I think this is Vietnam's first World Cup appearance from what I what I remember. Um so I don't know how I, I'm I'm anticipating them winning. Obviously anything can happen uh with <laughs> international soccer, World Cup soccer, but I'm anticipating that they can handle it. So I'll be tuning in briefly because it, the the start time is going to be at midnight for over here. Uh so I'll be uh I'll be tuning in kind of, you know, slightly and uh seeing how that goes. Um Yeah, so soccer it's been exciting, man. There's been some cool matches here and there. Uh I watched the highlights from Colombia and Germany. That was pretty exciting. That was a bit of an upset there. Um uh what else? I think one of the groups, there's like it's really tight on who will be able to advance. Like there's like they're all kind of like lined up pretty evenly, so there's some excitement there. Um, But uh, other than that, yeah, I'm excited to see how this uh, this World Cup continues to progress because uh, I've been I've been enjoying it so far. I think it's been a lot of fun checking out the uh you know checking out the the matches and seeing how everything's been going uh i know we had we had the men's world cup last year and that was really good uh you know despite all the controversies with like qatar and shit like that but uh yeah we'll see how yeah you know, how the rest of um the rest of this one goes yeah it's it's a it's a pretty quiet <laughs> day today um i i was planning on maybe running or something but i just don't have the energy dude this happens every time i drink i think drink period which sucks and i've complained about this already i know i know this is gonna just be a common complaint every time i i end up you know drinking out sometime um well, yesterday I went I went out with some friends, and I drank I drank a beer, um, which for me is like fatal. <laughs> like one tall glass of beer is like enough to do me in. Um, 
I just I just have such a low tolerance. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, but I think beer in particular, just because of the content, right? The the wheat or the grain or whatever just has more of a effect on me and um, in terms of how I handle it and shit. But Jesus, dude! Like today, I was like struggling to get, like today. I like the only thing that I had in mind today was just to get through it. I wasn't. I was, you know. I had the work that I needed to get through on on my table, um, and I just was thinking to myself, I'm I'm gonna just handle this in the best way that I can, and that is just gonna be slowly like sledging through it. Um, yeah, it's just a struggle sometimes. I don't know. I wish that because I enjoy drinking like beer and stuff. I'm not, you know, I, I just wish. <clears throat> Like, I I don't mind the effects of it too much. Like, I feel good when, you know, in the moment. Like, I, I, I rarely have, um, I rarely have, like, a bad, uh, situation involving alcohol. I, at least, you know, with, with myself. Like, I'm always, like, if I drink, like, a, you know, significant amount, which <clears throat> I have in the past, like, I, I, it's never, it's always been, like, a good time during that you know, period. It's, I have never regretted it. Um, it's just always the after effect, you know, after I consume, um, and (laughs) just like the, you know, dealing with it afterward. Um, I've never had a hangover, uh, but I've had, uh, you know, what I'm kind of experiencing now is sort of like a mini one. It's just, I don't know. It's just sort of the, uh, after effects of it, I guess. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's annoying. It's frustrating. I just wish I, I didn't have this sort of... It, it's such a minor complaint. It's like, why don't you just drink... Why don't you just drink, like, the, uh, you know, decaf version? Why don't you just drink uh, non-alcoholic stuff, you know? Which I do sometimes, for sure. Um, and I think it can, the argument can be made that I could have more non-alcoholic stuff in supplement to potentially feel some placebo effect or whatever i just it's just not the same you know what i mean you can clearly tell that it's not um not the same so i don't know it's just sort of something that i've I've sort of felt the last few times that i have drank which is again not super frequent um but you know it is what it is that's just sort of my body telling me hey listen i know you want to do this but you're, you're gonna have to deal with you know, you gotta have to deal with the consequences of it, you know what I mean, which may be minor, but you're still gonna feel it for sure, (laughs) um, yeah, I, uh, so, oh yeah, quick update on Persona 5, so I, I'm pretty sure, and I haven't looked into it, because I don't want to spoil myself, but I am pretty sure that I am, like, right at the end of the game, um, so, I, I'm not sure if there's going to be any other content following the completion of the game, um, but, uh, I'm, I'm, pr- it, like, you know, they've, they've sort of implied that I'm at the end, like, the, you know, this is, I haven't really reached, like, a point of no return, that, that would be, like, the, you know that'll really be like the flag or the uh, the cue that lets me know that i'm at the end but um I f- it feels like it man i feel it really feels like i'm i'm right there so that's uh 
it's kind of exciting. Um, so I'll most likely finish it, you know, sometime this week. Maybe I'll finish it even tonight if I feel it, uh, if I'm feeling up to it. And then I can sort of kind of move on to the next game, whatever that might be. Uh, again, it might be, I'm thinking of maybe doing a shorter game, uh, just sort of an in-between game before my next sort of, you know, RPG, whatever that might be. Uh, I'm leaning towards like near for that, for the bigger, for the bigger game that I want to play just cause I've had my eye on it for a very long time now. Um, or it might be like 13 Sentinels. Those two are like the ones that I really want to get into next. Cause I've heard, you know, the story, main draw being like the stories for those. Um, but, but I'm thinking of doing, you know, an in between game, uh, before I get into those. So like I mentioned, like ghost trick or some, some other thing. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm, of course I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, completing my journey with persona five. It's been a, it's been a good time. It's been, it's been a really, um, fun, enjoyable game. Uh, I will give, uh, sort of my final thoughts on it. Uh, once I finish it, um, cause I have, I have a good amount of things to say, uh, I think, um, you know, I've talked about, you know, I've briefly talked about some of my, you know, some of the things that I've really liked and enjoyed, and I've also given some criticisms, but I want to give a more fleshed out, um, give more fleshed out thoughts as, after I complete, you know, what I'm anticipating to be the end of the game. Who knows? Maybe I'll, maybe there's still like a ton of content to go through. So, um, I guess we'll see, uh, until then. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of it for, for now. I will update you on things later this weekend. All right. It is now August 6th. It is a Sunday recording this in the late afternoon. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a pretty, pretty toasty, pretty hot day today. Um, I was thinking of recording earlier, but I, um, I didn't really want to, uh, I was just kind of feeling just tired <laughs> and I didn't really have the energy to go out and stuff. So I'm, I'm just going to do it right now. Um, yeah, it's been, um, y- you know, I'm going to make sort of a commitment, not a commitment, but I'm, I'm just gonna, I, I'm probably going to not be taking drinking alcohol for, for a while. Um, I drank a little bit this weekend on Friday and I'm still like, I'm still sort of dealing with it. I'm still kind of, uh, recovering from it and it's already been like two, two days, you know what I mean? So it's like, I just, I think I'm just going to take a little break (laughs) from it. Um, luckily I don't really have any, you know, I mean, it is all kind of self-imposed for sure. Like, I don't have to drink or whatever, but you know, I found some opportunities. It's been it's been a good time for sure. It's just the after effects of it. Oh, that's like what the rough part. You know what I mean? Um, dealing with the day after, and I talked about this on Monday, um, and it's sort of a similar thing today. And uh, on Saturday, it was definitely kind of the case where I was just sort of like, I was taking. I took like a what felt like a pretty much like a day long nap, you know what I mean? Um, and that was kind of, uh, 
I don't know. It was nice to be able to rest and whatnot, but I'm still sort of like, I don't know. I'm still sort of, in a strange way, kind of recovering from it. So um, I just need to... I think I just need to sort of take a break from drinking, even though it's really like, I don't, I really don't drink that much. I've mentioned this before, you know, but I, I really only drink on occasion. Uh, and there's been some occasions recently where it's sort of prompted me to, I don't know, join in on the fun and whatnot, but man, like, here's the thing. Here's like the one positive (laughs) I could say is that it will be really hard for me to become an alcoholic (laughs) just because like I can't do it I can I can't function like after afterwards you know what I mean like the day after like if I was drinking shit every day I don't think I would be I don't think I would be accomplishing anything at all um just the way my body handles it my body is like is really telling me like dude this is not you know what I mean this is not something that you should uh be uh partaking it is kind of like essentially it's like alerting me of you know how i'm feeling it's like nah (laughs) this is not this this shit is not meant to be in your body kind of you know what i mean so um uh again i feel good like it's fun when i drink like i I feel like i have a good time i'm in a good mood um you know it's, it's literally all the you know the uh the uh the the common connotations or common uh you know, common effects of, you know, being drunk or whatever, getting buzzed is, you know, being a lot more loose, being more sociable, that sort of thing. Those things all apply to me as well. But, uh, no, the effects are real, man. It's, it kind of sucks. Um, I, I wish that if I had like one thing that I could sort of physically change about myself, uh, it would be kind of that, <laughs> it would be dealing with alcohol and the effects of that, so, um, yeah, I just, uh, I wish I didn't have, uh, one, I wish that I had a higher tolerance, so I could enjoy more, in a sense, and then I also wish that I just didn't have such a, you know, such a, uh, strong reaction to it afterwards, so that's kind of where where I'm at, um, it's, uh, yeah, it is what it is, you know, but it's, it's kind of, uh, I had a similar thing with, like, weed, too, I mean, with weed, it was a lot easier to kind of let go, well, it was, I mean, they're both not, like, I'm not, like, addicted to really any of, any, any of that, but it's just, uh, I mean, main thing with, with weed was letting it go is for my work, you know what I mean, like, I was, uh, I wasn't smoking super heavily, but, there was a certain point back in like 2020 where I was kind of smoking on a consistent basis, like a weekly basis, which is kind of a lot for me. And I was also taking edibles and those edibles, I had some, you know, I had some moments with edibles that didn't go super well. Um, so I think that, you know, that was sort of easy and understandable to kind of be like, okay, it's time to, you know, you got, you got work coming up, you got a new job, you got to really strap in, you know, you got exams to take care of, um, that you got to study for. You can't really be, uh, doing these sort of things. You know what I mean? So that was sort of a, it was very easy for me to reason, uh, for letting that go. Um, and I was already, you know, essentially kind of planning on doing that. So that, that worked out and I haven't really, you know, smoked 
like I smoked like once last year um and haven't taken edibles in forever so um yeah that was sort of my experience with with weed uh but uh alcohol I guess it's it's it, it's it's different because it's so um one it's so widely available and so widely like acceptable you know what I mean it's it's kind of wild like we see we see like you know you see all of these ads you know you see these truth ads that talk about tobacco and shit like that and of course tobacco is incredibly harmful for sure um but it is uh it is sort of you know it really kind of dawns on you how pervasive alcohol is in that sense like I, i you know again it's it's really meant to be something that brings people together it's a social drug essentially right um and it's just been so ingrained within you know not just our culture but just in in world culture as in general right like everywhere honestly um that it's not really super it's it's hard to kind of get away from that you know what i mean there's just uh even when um like even even if people are like accepting of you not wanting to drink or you have you know your personal reasons why you don't drink like there's it's still there's still kind of the sense at least from my perspective that you're kind of missing out a little bit even when you're not like there's just kind of the sense of like oh uh if i'm not like drinking or whatever like you're kind of like not a part of that camaraderie in that sense um because it's like i mean i i've said i might have mentioned it or i've kind of stated it previously but when you're like when you're the only sober one it's a very it's literally an incredibly sobering experience because you see everybody else in kind of their own element they're all sort of kind of you know vibing together and stuff it's very difficult and i think it goes both ways me being you know buzzed slash drunk interacting with a sober person like just the communication is just not the same you're you're able to just i don't know you're able to just be more i don't know it's more fluid in a sense um but it's also just kind of like conversations can literally lead anywhere when when you're when you're drunk or when you're buzzed or whatever it just kind of can go wherever you know if you're having a conversation with someone else it's just between between you two it could it could go anywhere <laughs> like it just could be like you could go super deep you could just talk about random shit it could it could go anywhere you know what i mean but with um when you're when, it, when you're just sober it's like i mean of course you can talk like of course there are things to like talk about but i just feel like there's there's less pressure or there's more pressure to kind of perform you know in in a way that it's like uh, acceptable right it's just sort of with alcohol it kind of opens up the door for you to it's more acceptable for you to say just more just shit (laughs) i've I've seen i've recognized you know what i mean um i don't know it's 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 kind of interesting uh so yeah being being the one sober person like if you're being the dd or whatever it's it's always sort of this kind of uh it's always this moment of um you don't uh 
you're you are a little left out in a sense like you can enjoy yourself for sure absolutely but i i do think there is that kind of sense of fomo a little bit at least from kind of from my experience um but i really i th- i really think that you don't need to you, you don't need to drink to have fun i i think i do have fun when i do drink but it, it doesn't it's not a required option um i just think that because of how how ingrained within you know our culture it is it's it's sort of hard to escape that um and in turn it's it's a lot easier to feel pressured to to drink i guess is is kind of my roundabout point in all of that um but yeah for for the time being i think i'm gonna just sort of lay off of it if there's like i i don't anticipate anything you know big coming soon or whatever i don't anticipate any you know huge events or anything like that but um yeah i think i'm just gonna yeah take a break if anything does come up i guess i'll just sort of lay off of it regardless and not you know not partake so yeah that's kind of where (laughs) my headspace is at after this uh after this weekend um so i was mistaken i was mistaken about something i thought that i was going to beat persona this week and I was wrong <laughs> because there is there was like an additional ten hours of content that I needed to get through. Um, so I may beat it. I might be eating my words again, but I may beat it tonight, or I may beat it this week. I, I feel a little more confident about saying that uh, because I mean, what I experienced like really felt like the end of the game i believe what i you know what i went through was the end of the kind of the base game the original persona game um and all the other stuff that i'm doing right now is the the royal section all the added content the added storyline um there's a sort of an extended um school semester or whatever and so that that's kind of the section that i'm in right now um and so yeah it's (laughs) it was a whole it's a whole nother thing because it really felt like the end of something and so now that i'm kind of experiencing this kind of part of of the game um it man did i talk about did i did i mention this before how i'm sort of uh equating it to uh nino kuni i might have said that before I think I might have mentioned it uh, last time, but yeah, it's it's where if I if I you know if I if I did say it, I'll just kind of bring it up again. Um, so Nino Kuni is a it was a game developed by Level Five. Um, they worked in uh, they collaborated with Studio Ghibli, um, the art style and everything. Uh, Joe Hisashi was the soundtrack composer, um, so it was a very it was very much like playing a Ghibli game essentially. Um, so the original game was released on the Nintendo DS back in like two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten, uh, but only in Japan. I, I own a copy of that game. Uh, I, I played through it, you know, way back in middle school or whatever. Uh, it's one of my favorite games. Um, on the system kind of in general uh, i think it's wonderful i think it's really well done um they 
re kind of remade it or remastered it and they released it for internationally so not outside not just in japan but internationally and it was nino kuni wrath of the white witch which was an extended storyline kind of similar to like persona 5 royal um and my my one of my and i while i enjoyed aspects of nino kuni the wrath of the white witch i felt that it lacked the cohesion of the original game i think that the storylines were not well blended together it felt like the additional kind of white witch portion of the game was sort of tacked on um and i felt that it kind of took away some of the narrative strength of the original game um and so I didn't necessarily enjoy it too much. I, again, I enjoyed aspects of it. I think the music, the art style, um, the characters, all of that, the aesthetics, all of that was really, really well done. But it just lacked, I feel, in execution. I didn't really, I didn't really like the combat. You know, whatever. Um, so I think you know, Persona Five Royal is kind of sort of doing the same thing i i haven't played the original persona 5 so i don't really know how how much it you know how much it compares i'll probably watch like a video or something you know just sort of doing a summary of all of the changes that have happened I, I have an idea of like what you know i have a general sense of what the added content is and you know what the significant changes were but i, I just don't know how you know did it feel more complete with the original story or did this kind of help add on some nice, you know, storylines, some more story beats were more fleshed out, whatever. I don't know. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of interested in seeing how that is because it's, it's, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure how many games there are where there is a remaster of the game and they add like a significant storyline to it that essentially kind of transforms the game into something completely different in in, in a sense right um so uh i'm just curious how how significant uh, the changes were from the original persona 5 to to royal which is what i'm playing now um i think it will be sort of interesting to see uh because at what i experienced you know what i thought was going to be the ending uh, you know, it felt like it felt very much like the ending. Um, so I, I, I'm interested to see, you know, people's reaction to it. I know people love this game, you know, regardless of whatever changes that have occurred. Um, but I, I'm curious if, you know, once I finish the game again, I'm going to provide like a full, you know, I'll provide my full thoughts. I'll do kind of a, you know, review of it, um, next time around. Um, but I, I'm just interested in you know you know hearing the comments from people in regards to how they handled sort of the expanded portion of the story uh i'm wondering if there's similar thoughts to it in regards to nino kuni but the thing is here's the thing with the nino kuni one that one i feel that that experience that i had is kind of is kind of unique in a sense I'm, i'm i'm not i'm sure i'm not the only one like I'm sure there's other like Japanese players that have played it who might feel similarly, but I just haven't I haven't really heard that consensus from other people because most people haven't played the Japanese version. They don't ha- they didn't have access to it, right? They, you know, they only were able to play the uh 
you know, PS3 version or, you know, whenever uh, Wrath of the White Witch came out, right? So it's sort of an interesting kind of, um, I don't know, I have, I, have a, I feel like I have an interesting kind of perspective on that, uh, owning both versions of that game. So I'm, I'm curious uh, in terms of, you know, others' opinions on kind of this Persona 5 situ- situation. But anyways, um, <laughs> I am planning to beat it this week, uh, today, this week, whatever. Um, I think that, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to sort of beat the game (laughs) in a sense, um, that, uh, 90 hour, uh, completion hour time is no joke. That is for real. Um, if there's anyone listening that wants to play the game, I do want to kind of give a heads up that this game is fucking long. (laughs) Um, it, it is a good time, but it's, it's definitely long and, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, again, I'll provide full thoughts once I've, you know, completed the game in regards to, you know, all, you know, all the aspects, uh, of, of the game and, um, how I felt about it at the end. So yeah, that's, that is that, um, quick, quick kind of recap on the women's world cup. So the U S was eliminated today, uh, by Sweden, I did not have the chance to watch the game because the game was playing at 2 a.m. over here. Um, and initially I was like, you know what, maybe I'll go to bed super early and then get up so I get my sleep. But no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I just I decided not to do that. Um, and uh, I watched the replay of it this morning and uh I, I accidentally kind of spoiled myself. I always do this shit, dude. When I like, when I plan to watch something, and it's like, oh, I'm not gonna do. I'm just not gonna. And then I end up inevitably like spoiling myself on the results of the game. Um, it's just, it, it just always happens. It's just like inevitable. I just have to be better about that kind of thing. Just don't go on my phone. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, they lost in penalties. Um, it. It's definitely, you know, it's it's disappointing. I'm probably not as devastated as uh, some other people just because, I don't know, I feel that their play during this tournament has been pretty lackluster. They only won one game, right? Um, and then they tied the other two and then lost this one. So there was no... I don't think they had... They didn't really prove themselves to be this number one team. You know, the kind of the the juggernaut that they that they used to be in the past um i read this really interesting article uh that was talking about how how u.s women's soccer have their dominance how it's sort of been extended over the last like 20 30 years um and how that kind of came to be right because last time i was talking about i was just like i was curious as to like why you know why women's soccer it's particularly u.s women's soccer um, why that was so good. And a lot of it had to do with, uh, this law title nine that passed back in 1972, um, that essentially, uh, encouraged and incentivized, uh, collegiate athletes, uh, to participate in sports, um, you know, more specifically women to participate in college sports, uh, here in, in the States, right? Um, so I think that brought about a lot of change, uh, that brought more funding to sports, um, at the collegiate level. And I think that sort of like expanded across 
different, you know, levels in terms of, um, you know, both like educational levels and, um, and whatnot. Right. And there's more programs that started to appear because of that. Um, that was kind of like a domino effect. So the U S, um, for, for women, like women were able to really start to participate in sports, um, from that point on. And so that kind of gave them them a, a bit of an advantage in terms of having the, the skills and having the, um, you know, just being better trained in the sport. And I think, uh, I guess for one reason or, or another, I, I, I was trying to discern, uh, what kind of led to soccer being, you know, a, um, being sort of like being the, the way it is here. Um, I think they briefly touched upon how a lot of other countries, a lot of women from other countries were, you know, want, wanting to participate in the sport, but they just didn't have the availability because their government didn't provide that opportunity. Um, you know, obviously more, uh, more conservative countries just don't literally just don't allow women to, you know, participate, um, and still don't in a lot of places. Um, so I think that, you know, that sort of encouraged women to come to the States and, you know, train and and get better. And so I think that sort of, that really built up the repertoire and the actual sort of strength of the, the women's, you know, club. And that's sort of like, um, that sort of has, uh, maintained that way to this day. Uh, but other countries are starting to like, they've started to catch up or they've just, you know, have already caught up, you know what I mean? Um, European countries especially have started to, um, really push funding and push for, you know, women's leagues and, you know, premier leagues and, and especially in, um, you know, Europe and the UK and stuff like that. Um, I think one of the, one of the craziest stats that I saw, or one of the craziest like notes that I saw was like how Barcelona didn't have a, Hey, a women's like team until like 2015 or something like that, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, the fact that there wasn't, a professional, you know, a women's counterpart to, uh, the men's team, um, in one of the, you know, largest, you know, professional leagues and the professional teams and leagues in the world, which is wild <laughs> to me because that's, that's incredibly recent. That was, it's just, it's just like a, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, like 10 years ago, but that's nothing. Right. Um, and the fact that it's taken so long for, um, for there to be, a women's team is, is kind of crazy to me. Um, but not like shocking, unfortunately. Um, so, you know, all these other countries, you know, I guess not just Europe, not just European countries, but other countries as well are, have caught up essentially. And, uh, are now, you know, competing, you know, almost at the same level at the, as, as the U S, um, as we kind of saw with, you know, at the, at the group stage. So, um, I think that, you know, that tells a lot. One, I think it's encouraging to see other other nations and other, um, you know, women from those parts of the country where, uh, you know, that where, you know, essentially they weren't <laughs> allowed to, you know, play sports. I feel that there's more, um, there's just more of a movement towards 
because uh, and there's there's you know you can argue there's also an audience for women's soccer as well i think it's it's one of the most i mean it is like the most viewed sports for women's you know athletics so i I don't think that's um i don't think that's shocking by any means so that type of appeal is gonna be kind of spread throughout the world i think um so I, i i think just with you know how naturally societal you know pro- you know, societal progresses are made, it means that other countries have the opportunity to, to become better. So I think that's, that's encouraging. Um, and I think that's really cool to see. Um, I also think it's cool to see other teams potentially win as well. Um, the only team remaining right now that have won a women's world cup is Japan. And I am kind and I am cheering for them. I am going to be cheering for them, but all the other teams have never won a world cup before. So regardless, I think that, you know, I will of course be, you know, cheering, continuing to cheer for Japan. Um, and I think they're, they're really good. Uh, but I won't be, I don't know. I won't be super disappointed if another team wins either, because that means that there's, you know, there's another, another country that gets a, uh, uh, trophy on their, you know, they get the trophy. They're, you know, another another team is a part of history. So I think that's dope to see. Uh, you don't want, I don't know. You know, dynasties are cool to see. Again, this is also coming from a Warriors fan. Um, it is, you know, it is fun in a way to see that occur if it is your team. But I also understand from the perspective of other uh, fans, like you want to see, you know, you want to see other. Um, other teams in other countries compete and uh, actually make an effort. Uh, so I don't know. I think there's there's a lot of excitement there. So that, I kind of wanted to touch upon that um, because I, I I you know I discussed it last time and you know I dig I dug into it a little bit more and it, it, it makes sense as to why the U.S. women's uh, club has been so successful, but why there is kind of this shift in power and there's more um there's more parity across the board and i think that's really dope to see so that's uh that is my little tidbit for today and for this week anyways uh next time i'm gonna try to be persona 5 royal and i'm gonna provide a review on that um i did not have the chance to watch oppenheimer this week maybe i'll do that next weekend or i'll watch barbie or some shit probably when you know crowds are going to die down so it's going to be less you know less crowded in the theaters so it's going to be better um better experience for me at least um so that is that for this week uh this has been save the semantics signing off